My friends, our four-week preparatory period of Advent is coming to a close. Christmas is Saturday. And so you know what that means. Well, tomorrow, Father Dyer is setting out in haste to the mall. I pray I am alone, but I fear many others will also be setting out in haste. So we ought to take a lesson from Mary in today's gospel, the visitation, the second joyful mystery of the rosary, when the Blessed Virgin Mary visited her cousin Elizabeth. Luke tells us that Mary set out. Such an important expression that's used throughout and frequently in Holy Scripture. God called Abram, he called Abraham, and Abraham set out for the land of Canaan. Later, Abraham, uh, with his son Isaac, in total trust and obedience, set out, willing even to sacrifice his son. The whole story of the Exodus, the Israelites set out for the promised land, and they escaped slavery in Egypt. Moses set out with Joshua up the mountain to get the Ten Commandments, to get these stone tablets. And finally, set out is used three times in Luke's Gospel. Today, in the visitation, when Mary set out, but also when the mission, uh, the mission of the Twelve was given to them. These Twelve men set out to spread the good news. And finally, the two disciples on the road to Emmaus. After they had encountered Jesus in the breaking of the bread and their hearts were burning for love of him, Christ's love overcame their fear and they set out to return to Jerusalem to tell the apostles that they had seen the risen Lord. We too, my friends, are being called to set out. To set out like Abraham, call, answering God's call in total obedience and faith. To set out like the Israelites, escaping bondage of sin, to the, uh, bondage of slavery to sin in the world. To set out like Moses and Joshua, embracing God's commandments for us, finding true freedom. And yes, to set out like Mary and the disciples, to spread the good news. We are, all of us, being called to set out. And we, like Mary, are being called to set out in haste. For today, the Lord is telling us that he wants to sanctify our haste and that there is some urgency here. Family members and friends, no doubt co-workers and classmates, even total strangers, so many in our troubled world are calling out hoping that we are counting on us to set out in haste to share our love of the Lord and his church with them. And I do believe that the visitation is our model because the fruit of this mystery is charity. It is love of neighbor. Just think about what happened in this beautiful scene. Mary had just conceived the Christ child in her womb through the Holy Spirit. She now is the mother of God. Her first thought was not one of, of self-congratulation. She's not patting herself on the back. Her first thought was of charity. She went to visit her cousin Elizabeth. She traveled the desert. 
She went into the hill country. What a great act of charity. For she stayed there not just a few days, but literally a couple of months. She stayed there months, surely an act driven by joy, driven by her desire to share the joy that was in her womb. Visitation, I do believe, is our model. For Fulton Sheen said the visitation was one of the most beautiful moments in history when pregnancy met pregnancy, when childbearers became the first heralds of the King of Kings. God is telling each of us to be otherly directed. Yet all our setting out, doing it in haste, would be for naught if Christ was not at its center. We are being called, like Mary, to bring Jesus with us as we set out in haste. As we all set out in haste to love our neighbors, to love our family and friends. As we reach out to the sad and the lonely, perhaps the elderly. As we reach out to those away from the church. As we, like Mary, bring them the joy of Christ by simply inviting them home inviting them back to the church, back to confession, and back to Holy Mass. Mary set out in haste and brought joy to Elizabeth. The source of that joy, of course, is Christ. Enjoy John the Baptist leaped in his mother's womb. Enjoy Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Enjoy Zechariah's muted tongue was set free we too are being called to respond to the gift of Christ in joy and to bring this joy to others. And there is some urgency needed here. Our world so desperately needs joy. Joy is a gift. It is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. We all have it and it must be nurtured for it is found in relationship. It is truly found deepened in friendship. It is found most perfectly at our knees in prayer, in intimate conversation between the God of love and mercy. It is found, of course, beautifully and deeply in the sacraments, especially the one we celebrate here in this Holy Mass. And it is found in the struggle, in the struggle to discover and to understand and to then follow God's plan for each of us. We all have a part of his salvific plan. For as St. Augustine so beautifully said, Mary freely accept, accepted the plan of God and by faith conceived the Son of God in her heart before he was formed in her womb. We too, my friends, are being called to accept God's plan for us. We, like Mary, are being called to believe what was spoken to us would be fulfilled and to allow him to be conceived in our hearts and minds. We are being called to push back, push back against any countering thoughts and temptations. I'm not the mother of God. I was not immaculately conceived. No, my friends, we were not. But St. Augustine goes on to say that it was a greater thing to have been Christ's disciple than to have been his mother. She, Mary, was more blessed, he said, in her discipleship than in her motherhood. 
The road we know to discipleship can be difficult at times, but it is the only way to peace and joy. My friends, Jesus said later in Luke's Gospel, I have come to set the earth on fire, and how I wish it were already blazing. Mary did conceive Jesus in her heart before she conceived him in her womb. Her heart was truly on fire. Then the fire of the Holy Spirit was ignited in her womb, and life itself became incarnate. God became flesh. This fire could not be contained. It had to be shared. It had to be shared to her cousin Elizabeth. It had to be shared to Elizabeth's unborn son, John the Baptist. John the Baptist had to leap with joy simply being in his presence. When in that moment, he was redeemed. We too received this same fire at a font of the baptismal font, simply like that. When we receive it in the Eucharist, we receive this fire in the forgiveness of the confessional. We receive this fire over and over again in so many moments of grace. We are asked to share this fire. My friends, let the fire of God's love consume any doubts we are having of God's love for each of us and rest in the awe and wonder of God. We should all be asking that same question Elizabeth did. How does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? But she does, and so does her son. He comes to add kindling to our burning hearts and rekindle extinguished flames with the fire of his merciful love. The prophet Micah said it so beautifully in the first reading when he said, You, Bethlehem Ephrathah, too small to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel. So too for all of us, my friends, for we too are small. From the small and the weak, once we are truly on fire, will bring about his grace. We can bring about peace to our troubled world. So let us all cry out with the psalmist, Lord, make me turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. Make, make our wills conform with his. Use us to bring about the kingdom. My friends, have a wonderful Christmas. If you will be away, we will very much miss you here at St. Veronica's, but please do travel safely. But if you want peace and joy at Christmas Mass, if I could leave you with one hint, go to Mass on, on Christmas Day, on December 25th. Of course, the vigil Masses, they are legitimate options, but no doubt they will be fuller. And we have to have a plan. We have to be intentional about making the 25th more about Jesus. What a great lesson, a sacrificial lesson for our kids if we go on Christmas Day. We will teach them that it's about Jesus. But regardless of when you go to Holy Mass on Christmas, please go out of your way to be welcoming at Christmas Mass. We know there will be visitors, please God, many, many visitors, people who desire to encounter Christ more deeply in the truth, beauty, and goodness that is our Catholic faith. 
They may not even know they are searching. Be Christ to them. Be that fire for them. Bring about peace and joy to them. Show them what a wonderful community of faith we have here in the church. Give them a reason to come back. And may God be praised. Amen.